Hey, and welcome to Heart to Heart, a podcast that literally takes you to the heart of people's lives and what makes them who they are. I'm Diva, and my job here is to introduce you to the host of the show, Anuradha Gupta, the founder and CEO of global matchmaking service, Vows for Eternity. Anu, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, we are all so keen to hear your story. How are you doing, firstly? Thank you, Diva. Thank you for talking to me. You know, it's good. Um, we're in the midst of a lockdown in California, but uh, otherwise all good. It's been a very interesting, it's been a very, very interesting year. Yeah, I, I can imagine. And I think for someone like you who has traveled around, worked across the globe um, in cities like Melbourne, London, Los Angeles, New York, New Delhi, you obviously have a way of life and habits that you carry with you. What is it that firstly keeps you sane throughout all this travel? And what are some values that you've taken from your childhood that travel with you? I think I'm a nomad at heart. <laughs> you know, I, I, I love the, I don't think I could ever live in one place and just, um, you know, just, just be there forever. I think there's, uh, I've learned so much over the years, different places, different people, different cultures, different way of thinking. It's just enriched my life beyond anything I could ever dream of as I was growing up in a small place up in the mountains in, in the northern part of India called Nenital. So I grew up in a very small, small town at that time. And then, uh, and then I moved to all these wonderful cities around the world. And that has shown me what life really is all about. And in that, I think I've been very blessed that I've been able to hold on to the things that are important to me uh, that I learned uh, as I was growing up. Things like um, being true to yourself, being confident of who you are, no matter what life has thrown my way. I've always, I've always stood, my, stood my own. Nothing has ever intimidated me or I've never really ever felt scared or anywhere in life. Um, so those are things that have been very important to me, kindness, fairness, loyalty, all of those things I've, I've held. Uh, being connected to your roots, that's another thing that I've carried with me wherever I've, I've gone. Yeah. No, I think it's, you obviously sound like you have a grasp on the true traits that make you you. And I think, like you said, traveling to all these big, beautiful cities, when you, when you know you have that grasp, it doesn't, it doesn't fade away. Do you think that's pushed you to want to become an entrepreneur? I, I am asking this question because, you know, I'm also an entrepreneur. I'm on this journey of self-discovery. And like you said, there's certain things that are work in progress, but there's certain things that you carry with you. So why did you want to become an entrepreneur? Like what, what inspired you? Was it a certain place? Was it, was it a certain somebody you met or was it a, just an accumulation of all of these experiences that you had? So, you know, growing up, I grew up in a business family in Northern India. And my parents, I saw, you know, they brought very different things to the table. Theirs was a love marriage. And they had a, my father came from a from a business background. And at that time, you know, whenever they got married in, you know, early 70s, he was born into a life of immense privilege. And uh, I think he had about two, two and a half thousand people working in his, in his factories and the in North India, that brought with it a different mindset as well. And then my my mother came from 
army background. Um, so the armed services, my grandfather was a doctor in the army and um, and she came from a very, very, very highly educated family. Um, so education, uh, respect, value for hard work, you know, all of those things are something that my mother really brought with her into the equation. So I, you know, so that was a lot of what I learned in terms of, in terms of who I am, the value system, I'd really, I think I really got that from my mother. But from my father, um, I got the sense of being able to take risks, that sort of whole, you know, entrepreneurship, I think is a lot to do with being a risk taker, uh, not to be scared to fail, you know, being self-motivated to to be able to get up when you when you fall. And I've had very many, many falls along the years. Yeah. So that definitely came, you know, from my dad's side. And then as I was growing up, my mother actually taught me the value of dreams. And she said, you know, dream, you can be whoever you want to be. You can do whatever you want to do. And that it was something and that sense of immense love and sense of security that I got from my mother. And support and support. And support sure, yeah. and support, absolutely. And support was something that just, I just felt I could, I and I really started feeling and I've all, and you know, rightly or wrongly, I don't know, but I've always felt in life that, I can be whoever I want to be, you know, if this is what I want to do. So I've never really looked at somebody and said anything negative, whether it's a sense of, you know, how well somebody is doing or not doing or whatever. I've never really competed with anybody. I've always been in competition with myself. And I've said, hey, if I want to do that, there's nothing that can stop me from doing that. I can just, I know I can do it. Yeah. So I never felt there's something I can't do. And I always, uh, I really believe uh, that my life is like a, it's like a canvas, and I will, that's something I really very strongly believe in. And that's why I sort of, I, you know, I really say that often to myself even. And I, I always say that I want to paint my own colors. I, I want to, I want to decide when my life will have a stroke of red and when it will have a stroke of blue or black or whatever it is. I, I paint my own colors. I'm in control of my own life. I love that line. I think I, I might be using that line as an Instagram caption for my next pitch for my business. But you've spoken a lot about your mother being there, guiding you, giving you the freedom to to be your own independent woman. And that says a lot from the culture we come from. You know, that that is something that's still a work in progress. But you are a mother of twins and you're an entrepreneur. So do you think that there are aspects of one that helps you with the other? Do you think there's overlapping and what kind of advice, most importantly, will you give to your children now going forward? Because, of course, it will be a take of the way you were raised, but it has to change with the times. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that's what I assume. So what is it? Tell us. What are the aspects? You know, when I think of what I would tell my kids, you know, I'd really want them to just to follow their heart. I don't have a preset um uh, you know, direction that I want their life to follow. I, you know, I, I, I don't have anything. They don't need to live um, any of my dreams for me. I think I will, I will do that, and I will end that chapter in my life. Being a mother has brought a very different take on everything that I do. It's filled my life rather with this joy that I never ever knew. You know, I was capable of feeling. It's always filled me with this sense of. Somebody said to me many years ago that it's having a child is like really having your heart on your sleeve and you're sort of seeing your heart outside your body and sort of, you know, going around. And I think that I understand it now. Uh, so you want to protect them, but yet, you know, you 
you know, you have to say, hey, if you're learning how to cycle, you're going to fall. You are going to fall and it's okay. This is something I've learned about you quite recently that you've worked with Arsenal FC for six years before you started Vows for Eternity. And that is quite a fun fact to learn about you. You have to give us the highlights about your Arsenal life. Tell us, how was that? So Arsenal was, uh, it was very interesting. I was, I was one month into being in London and uh, I met Steve and he offered me this job. And, uh, and my first experience was watching this game, football game in, um, in the Arsenal stadium. And I remember I cheered for the wrong team. And I, I, you know, everybody around me sort of just looked at me. And I, that's when I realized that this was absolutely unacceptable. And, and I learned very quickly after that, you know, people are very, very passionate about the sport, the team that they support. And um, it brings people together in, in ways that I, you know, this was a 60,000 capacity stadium. And I saw it come alive every time there was a game. It was just this energy, this pulsating energy. And I met very interesting people along the way, you know, from Maradona, David Beckham, Prince Philip, all of that. It was just, you know, and all these other very, very interesting people in their own right, successful, very, very um, drawn together by by sport. And I loved, I, I made some good friends at the club. I loved every moment. I learned a lot. And uh, and I have, to, I have to thank Steve for giving me this opportunity. And he reached out to me a few weeks ago on LinkedIn. It was such a joy hearing from him. It's amazing to start working with someone and still being in touch with them throughout the journey. You know, these are, you know, everyone has such a different take on their first job. Some don't want to remember it at all, but it seems that yours was the intro to the world of entrepreneurship. And that brings me to my next question, because I'm very interested in this. And what was the moment that you decided to start this matchmaking service, Vows for Eternity? When was this idea planted in your mind and what what made you want to go about it and execute it properly i think the seed was sort of planted a few years before i started vows for eternity and that happened when i was when i was looking for my own life partner so for the longest time i wasn't ready i didn't feel i was ready for marriage i'd never felt that when i could say yes to somebody and you know it just hadn't happened and then at some point i i was ready and I just thought the person will, you know, just magically appear from somewhere or just knock on my door or something. And it didn't happen like that. And then between then and between when I met Anand, there was this whole process of how do I, I mean, you know, you're at work unless, you, you know, you're not dating anybody at work. Where do you meet people? You meet people socially, but you have, everybody has their own social network and it's the same mm. people you meet, right? On a, on a regular basis, a few new people, but that's about it. I just didn't know. And then if there was anything else where I went outside that, it was almost in a more of an arranged sort of a Indian arranged sort of a setup. Through parents. Yeah, it was parents. Oh, it yeah. was very much bio data sort of linked, you know. Mm. Your age is this, height is this, weight is this, and, you know, educational qualification. Sun sign, so, blood yeah, type. Okay, yeah, and interest. That's in, no, yeah, that's exaggeration. <laughs> but like interest <laughs> and hobbies, right? And I was like, you know, this is great when I'm 15, but everybody loves travel and music and whatnot. And is that enough to sustain a relationship, a marriage? I mean, that that's a different ballgame altogether, right? So... I just didn't know how do I how do I translate who I am as a person onto two 
sheets of paper and how do i how do i start that conversation and where you know with whom would i start that and how do you know because the only thing that circulated is is these pieces of paper which i don't think do justice to anyone so that is really it really stemmed therefore from my own experience and then years later i had been it, it was somewhere at the back of my mind and the more i thought about it the more you know i saw that whole thing of marriage and you know and i got a better and better sense of what is it that defines a marriage you know with your own experience what is it that defines a marriage what is really important because i got married to anand who is absolutely polar opposite of everything that i am and also if if i had a checklist he probably wouldn't tick 99% of those things in the checklist but when i felt it i knew in my heart that he's the one yeah. so what is right what is what do you follow what do you listen to what do you not listen to so those are the things you know that is the reason i started wow certainty i wanted it to be someone where uh, somebody listens to who you are and then tries to connect you to somebody who is who would fit in with with you in a where two people I didn't think people are incomplete on their own but I think it's when two people want to come together to make their beautiful lives even more meaningful. I think that is that is what defines what I do at Wow Sweternity. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's really nice. I just wanted to go back to what you said about how you had a checklist in your mind and if you actually had to put on in, in that checklist he doesn't fit it and I mean for everyone who's listening you know and that's, that's just a, such an important point because sometimes i feel you're so blinded by what you think you need um that works on paper but what we're here to discuss and what you know is such a fundamental value of this podcast i feel the reason why it's called heart to heart is because it's not it's not black and white right it is about opening up and finding finding the essence of what brings people together and their journey What are some of the personality traits that you take most pride in? You know, you've you've obviously formed into this beautiful independent woman. Life experience is a big check on your list having the family, the upbringing that you have and the family support that you have coming from a privileged background but being aware of the fact that, you know, that's that's just not enough. You need to give back. You need to make your own path. What is it that you take most pride in knowing all of those things will power yeah that is yeah that is something that really is my biggest strength you know i've seen a lots of ups and downs in life life has you know shown me a lot of uh, that life is really about black and white there are a lot more shades of gray and but through through the whole thing through everything that i've gone through if i was to pick maybe two things i would really pick will power and my level of optimism i'm i'm as a person i'm very very optimistic i'm just uh, yeah it's it, it it takes a lot for me well, they to go, hand go in down hand for yeah. sure yeah and i have to ask because we're we're getting into a new year coming out of a really tough year with obviously covid not disappearing anytime soon what is it that you're most grateful for in your life i am most grateful for just being alive i'm really grateful for everything that life has taught me and it's taught me a lot it's made me a stronger person it's it's taught me that you know you can't control the cards that life throws at you the card the hand that you're dealt but you can control how you react to that dignity grace a sense of purpose even i think it's given me it's given me it's taken a lot from me but it's given me a lot as well i'm just very 
thankful for all the people in my life, for people who've come and gone, for people who are still still in my life. Everybody is um, has their own place. I just I love life. I love the sun as it sets. I love it. You know, I love the I love the sunrise. I love the little joys, the little wonders. I'm still in amazement of small things as I see it. I just love being alive and uh, and I don't know. I I'm, I'm very driven. I want to create something. I want to I want to leave a legacy. I want to leave something behind that my children are really proud of. And I just uh, I don't know. I believe in karma and I believe in in life and the cycles of life and I I don't know if this is my last one. Uh and then I'm sort of done with this cycle. but i'm really going to make this one really really count well that's inspiring to hear because i think every woman out there that's listening just can take from your story and know that with that will power and with that optimism especially in the times that we're living in those are things that we can ride on and believe it and find our hope again So thank you for sharing these little moments of yourself and a little slice of who you are. Anuradha Gupta is your host for Heart to Heart. And in our next episode, I have Anu and her husband Anand together on the show, and I'm definitely going to be doing more digging to get to the heart of who they are. Thank you so much for joining us, Anu. Thank you for having me here, Diva. Lovely speaking with you. <laughs>